Welcome to the Lindsay Holder Podcast. Gain tips on how to run a successful small business, as well as how to keep yourself looking good while you do it. Here are your hosts, Lindsay Holder Reinhardt and Ashley Rinkin. Hey everyone, I am so excited about today's episode with Wayfair. I know all you bloggers, influencers are excited about this one. We are talking to Lindsay Shores of Wayfair. She is the influencer manager with Wayfair. And I have worked with her for over, I think, or almost two years now. And it has been an absolute joy. And so I, of course, had to have her on the podcast. So I am asking all those questions that you influencers and bloggers, you small business owners out there (laughs) on how to work with a brand, what they expect, what the best ways to reach them are, all those questions you want to know. I am also excited on the small business part of it to learn how Wayfair got started. You know, large businesses start as small businesses as well. So this is so cool to find out the journey of how Wayfair started. So tune in, listen, and get some good information on how to apply this to your small business as well. And please welcome Lindsay Shores with Wayfair on the show today. Guys, I am so excited today. Okay, let's just call it like this. Every blogger is going to want to listen to this podcast with Wayfair and small business owner. I just know they are. I have an unusual business to where I'm a small business owner, but I'm also a blogger. And Wafer has been such an essential part of my life. And Lindsay and I, we got connected through my interior decorator who really helped me create this studio. Oh, this is Wayfair right here. I designed my whole office with so many Wayfair products and it has helped me so much as a small business owner be able just to grow my business. And Lindsay, I have, as you know, I have a spa too. So Wayfair gets a lot of my business because <laughs> I use Wayfair for my spa and I use it for my home studio. So I just want to say like, thank you for coming on. Everybody's going to be so excited to hear about Wayfair. And it's a true honor to have, you know, we've made a connection. Has it been two years now or how long? I think so. Yeah, it's just about right. Two years. Oh my gosh. And so I just want to say like, was obviously your name's Lindsay, Lindsay Shore. So thank you so much for coming on. And we just have fun together. Like I just, it's nice that I like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like we work together and then I just, I love watching even your stories. I'd like to know the person that I work with, with the brand. And that's what also makes to me Wayfair so unique. Cause you think, oh, it's this huge mega million, you know, dollar or probably billion dollar company. But end of the day, they still are employed by, you know, there is a person that I'm actually talking to. And that's what I just love about it. Exactly. Thank you so much for having me. This is really fun. It's neat to be at home during COVID and, you know, still be representing Wayfair. And, and it's, I've loved working on the projects that we've worked on. And, you know, so thanks for having me and I'm very excited to, to chat. So you're at home still with COVID with Wayfarers. How is the company doing that? Is that how it's doing? That's right. Yeah, most people are remote. So a few folks have gone back into the office and you have to kind of reserve a desk and it's all very technical and everyone's being extremely careful. But for now, employees are all basically remote. Yeah. So we've been doing this for many, many months, and we're excited to see that we can still get things done and connect with people and be efficient. And Well, I know that when I we stepped on this call, I, I said, okay, I want that wallpaper, like your home office, so cute. 
And I'm sure there's put together by Wayfair products too. <laughs> oh, absolutely. We have, yeah, the peel and stick wallpaper, you know, show you some lamps we have, the artwork, you know, so many things. So we, we're decked out with Wayfair products here. Oh yeah, it's so super cute. I love it. Well, you know, I actually have no idea how Wafer even got started. I'm really excited to learn the journey of that and to share with our audience how we got started and what even makes Wayfair different from other brands. Absolutely. Okay, so I was very excited about working for Wayfair after having learned the, the founding story with uh, Nir Shah and Steve Conine. They were college roommates at Cornell, very bright people. They had actually met at a math and engineering summer camp for, as we say in Boston, wicked smart, smart kids at, uh, you know, when they were in high school. And then they reconnected in college. And after college, they actually started a couple businesses. So they had been entrepreneurs together. And in the early 2000s, they started looking into buying up maybe another company that they could grow. And they stumbled upon all these micro sites online. So basically in the, in the home furnishing space. They came across some micro sites, websites that were selling very specific things like racksandstands.com was their first one. <laughs> Racks and stands? So that sold, yeah, racksandstands.com, exactly. They sold entertainment TV stands exclusively and things like that. You know how we used to have all those stereo, you know, holders and things like that. So racksandstands.com, they had, um, I think it was allroosterdecor.com or something to that effect. They had... Oh my. Yeah, they had all barstools.com where they just sold bar stools. So, you know, they ended up developing these different niche websites because they could see that the data was showing uh, the search volume for these types of items. And then no one would have known it wasn't called Wayfair at this point. So they just had these different, you know, websites that, that they're selling home home goods. They expanded that way. They ended up combining them into something called CFN Stores, okay, which was a combination of their initials. It was Conine, Steve, Shaw, Nirsh. So they had CSN Stores with all these different microsites, and then I believe it was 2013 when they rebranded as Wayfair, and they brought everything under the same branded umbrella. I love that it shows the story of they're starting as a small business, like in all the little steps to get to where you are today, even large businesses, yes. they normally start small and then they grow and grow and grow and they have to figure it out, you know, along. So it started as two people together and I love to hear their journey as they grew into, oh my gosh, this huge worldwide business today. That's incredible to me. It's inspiring. And, you know, they were basically, they were roommates after college and in this one little room where they had, you know, the air conditioner running and then they're on the computers doing software coding and, and things like that. And, and then they're doing the customer service, you know, all right next to each other at this, you know, in this little room. So in, when you <laughs> oh yeah it's super inspiring you know to see what wayfair has become and how it started there's this great podcast how i built this with guy raz yes and there's a wayfair episode that i highly recommend folks listen to if they're interested in hearing more oh i didn't know that okay i love that podcast how i built this i will definitely listen to that one for sure yeah that's one of the ones that I yeah totally right up your alley exactly i love hearing about that so with Wayfair, how long have you been with Wayfair and what is your journey to work with them? And what do you do for them? I mean, I know, but I want to 
share with our audience. Right. Share with everyone. Yeah, I've been at Wayfair for three years and I studied economics and French at Boston College. And after college, I ended up teaching French for a couple of years. It's just something that I wanted to do, though I was always interested in, in business. But I did take a couple of years to teach uh, middle and high school French. And then while I was teaching, I taught myself at night, you know, how to build a blog. So I was just really fascinated with blogging and e-commerce. Right. And that was sort of that business and, you know, fashion lifestyle outlet for me creatively. And, and I'm also, I love writing. So that's why I taught myself how to do those things. And then well, I was interested in making a shift into e-commerce. So I started looking at companies in Boston, fashion companies. Then I came across Wayfair and I love interior design and home furnishings and things. So I ended up kind of parlaying my experience as a blogger who had worked with brands into a marketing job from the brand side. So now I work with bloggers on behalf of Wayfair. And I've been doing that for three years and it's been great. It's great that you, you know, blog too. So then you know firsthand how much work truly goes yes. behind that work. You know, like there's so much. Exactly. You have to write the content, you have to do the pictures, you have to style. Oh my word. <laughs> you have to do the SEO, then you have to market it. Like, so you truly get how much work goes in <laughs> to, to this. I, you were so patient with me. We just did my bathroom makeover with Wayfair. <laughs> and oh my gosh, we started that. Which came out beautiful. Oh, thank you so much. When did we start that? Was it, we started talking about it, I think April, maybe. I think April, I'm not sure. And it is now, we're recording this in at the very end of November. So <laughs> it took months to get it together. But as you know, also with renovations, things do not go as planned. And you have to get through stuff. Like I, we ended up needing to call a plumber and get with a towel person and things did not, I thought, oh, I'll have this done in a few weeks. And it took like five months. <laughs> Trust me, I understand, especially getting into the, the renovation, you know, Wayfair is growing in renovation in that category, which is why I wanted to work with interior designers. And then especially on these reno type projects with folks. And absolutely, and with COVID on top of it, it's like, we know, we understand if there are these circumstances that come up that we know how it goes and a contractor didn't come through or, or whatever. So we're always willing to work with you. Even your husband's like, listen, I'm doing this after work. I'll do this little corner this night and then I'm going to do it this a little bit this weekend. So it's like everything all combined. Yeah. But I appreciate your patience. Like I never once felt like rushed or, hey, how's it coming along? Like mm -hmm. it was, you were just so easy to work with. And I love working with Wayfair and redid my office as well. So you can head to my blog at lindsayholder.com and see the office makeover. It's, it's gorgeous. And then the bathroom makeover. And um, Lindsay, you were just so sweet to work with and just gave me that time. You too. And it makes a difference in my creativity walking into those spaces that are refreshed and remodeled. I can't even tell you. So when I walk into my office now, I'm like so inspired to create for my small business. And I look around and I'm just like, oh, this is, it clears my mind because everything's organized and it's a um, happy little home. And then when I go into my bathroom, it's just like this, such the serene environment. And I also get to 
do product shots and demonstrations for, I'm an esthetician and for my spa. And so it helps me, you know, help with my small business. So it goes a little deeper, just, oh, it's just a remodel. No, it actually makes a really big difference in just my growth of my business, but my creativity and moving, you know, growing in both the spa. So thank you so much for that. And I know that you work with, I can't even imagine Mm -hmm. how many bloggers try to reach you, reach out. I mean, I'm sure you were just like overwhelmed with emails. So how do you like kind of select through those and know like which, you know, bloggers or influencers that you want to work with? Mm -hmm. Good question. So basically, we do get pitches coming in and we also will find folks and reach out to them. So it goes both ways. Ultimately, we're looking for brand alignment, folks who really, really love Wayfair. I was the same way before I even worked at Wayfair. I bought Wayfair products and, you know, featured them on my own blog and things like that. And you know how it is. It's like you're already buying maybe and you love it. And then that enthusiasm comes across. So folks who are really, they love the brand, they're passionate about home, just really, you know, line up well with our messaging. We believe everyone should live in a home that they love and have fun while doing it. So we're always looking for folks who you know fit with that. And I think one thing that is very important for bloggers to understand is that, like you were saying, there's a real person on the other end of that. So I think with a big company like Wayfair, there's this impression maybe that there's this you know unlimited budget and millions of people were you know so many people behind the scenes working on this. But really, it's it might be a small team or you know, just one person who has a specific budget to work with. And I think flexibility, you know, bloggers have flexibility with us. That is so wonderful. Like we've gone back and forth on things. And then, you know, maybe, oh, I can't do this project this month. But if we did it in two months, right, you know, we could really make that budget expand for you and things like that. And I think I just love for people to know that, you know, I love doing these projects and we really value the time that bloggers put in and the the results that they deliver for us. Mm -hmm. And it's all about how do we line up our budget availability and needs with the bloggers. And ultimately, it's a relationship building kind of process. And I love working with people that I just enjoy working with and like we have. Yeah. You know, it's very human at the end of the day. We're not just these drones behind computer screens kind of. We're taking a little break here to tell you how you can connect with my spa to help you towards your skincare goals. My spa is now offering virtual skin consultations where you can have a one-on-one personalized session with one of my master estheticians trained at my spa. Any skin question is welcome. You know, like, do you really need a toner? Why aren't my skin products working? We all know that one. My retinol is driving my skin crazy. What's that all about? That's a big one. (laughs) My hyperpigmentation is all over the place. Help me fix this. (laughs) These are just a sample of some of the skincare questions you may have, but it's so easy. You can just book your appointment, go to my website, my spa at organictanfaceandbody.com, select the virtual skin consultation, and you are on your way to clear glowy skin. Again, book your consultation today, your virtual skin consultation at organictanfaceandbody.com. I really make it a point when I reach out to a brand to know that, like, you know, and I go a little bit, I do a little digging. I do a little research about that person too. Do you like that personal touch when they know a couple of things? Like you can easily find them on LinkedIn and then find out their passions and things like that. Do you like that aspect? 
I think once you're, if you've been communicating a lot, I think that can be really wonderful and natural and organic. You know, sometimes folks will follow on social media and, you know, just be in touch on that human kind of level. But definitely the pitches where people have taken the time, you know, they know, they write my name, they, you know, because you'd be surprised how many automated things come in. Oh, really? really? Yeah, sometimes it'll say like, brand, dear brand. We're like, well, I don't know if you really specifically care about this brand but but yeah when people personalize it a little bit i think that's great and just being natural not so templated it's the same way when we try to reach out to folks we like to be very human about it so to give bloggers a little bit of advice on um, touch points with emailing what do you think would be a good so if they wrote you an email they haven't heard back from you when should they like follow up on that email because Mm-hmm. You know, you're super busy. So we want to respect your time, but maybe it went to your spam or or you just you read it and you didn't have a chance to respond. When when should they respond and like how many follow-up emails should they do? Yeah, that's a good question. I think honestly, if one that the first one doesn't get through, maybe a few days to a week later. Okay. There's no harm in following up because we try to answer everyone. Even if we don't have any project availability, we try to say, you know, we can't you know, at this time, but we can maybe refer them to our social media team or our PR team. My team doesn't work with the big, big bloggers. So that's more of our PR team. So sometimes that'll happen where it's a huge audience, like over 100,000 followers, for example, and I'll, you know, send them over to PR. But yeah, if people follow up a week later, there's really no harm in a polite follow up. Now, when you are, when somebody approaches you and they email you, do you like to already have their media kit attached so they can look for it? Or is it just an introduction email okay? And then you would want that later. Yeah, good question. I think it's always good to have it attached. No harm there. You know, it's not a deal breaker if it's not sent along the first time. I think sometimes when it comes to pricing, it's nice if that may be already in the media kit or they can direct us to their pricing on their website. I would say I don't think it comes off as well when people put exact dollar amounts into a, the text of the email, for example. Not that it's it's great to share what your rates are, but I think we're looking first to just develop a communication and then we'll get down to details of um, compensation. That was going to be my next question. Do you want to know the rates? But on the other side, on the influencer side, we've been coached you know, don't give your rates away because what if you're, Mm -hmm. you know, just kind of, they could offer, the brand could offer more. So you want to make sure that it goes both ways. So I usually never put my rates in. I always like to hear what the brand says first. Yeah. And then you can adjust it as needed. And if it doesn't meet your, your amount, you can work with a brand in other ways too. You give away or give card or something. You can think outside of the box. So both parties are happy, right? (laughs) I think that's really prudent. Exactly. That's the whole point. We want everyone to be happy and be supporting each other and working together in the way that suits everyone, everyone's needs. So I think that's really prudent. And like I said, our budget, you know, I may have an availability for a large project this month, or maybe I don't have availability for that until next month. So if people are just willing to say, okay, I'll do this little project with you now, and then maybe next month I'll do, or in three months, I'll do the master bedroom makeover that we wanted to, you know, we talked about. So yeah, it's all about being flexible. And then we can all line things up if we just keep communicating. I love that you said that because I like to think of working with as a brand as more of a longer term relationship and you can do multiple projects. Mm -hmm. You can definitely, like you said, like start small and then show them your work 
you could even just do a makeover of like a corner. It doesn't have to be a whole room because a room, I, I mean, two rooms, it's expensive. So you could definitely just do a corner makeover or a desk makeover, like start small, show them your content and then show them, you know, the, maybe what you got on the back end. Like, do you want to see DMs that were sent like, oh, can I have the link for that? Or do you want to see like comments made or what would you like to see? Mm -hmm after the post is done or the work is complete? That's a good question. So we have different teams at Wafer that would focus on different elements of that. So our social media team, if they do a partnership on Instagram, for example, they'll have different metrics where they measure maybe engagement, follows and things like that. My team, we focus on the final blog post on person's website. And we like to see, definitely we like to see engagement on those blog posts. The imagery is a big thing. We love to see beautiful imagery that we can hopefully then send to our social media team for, you know, so that blogger can maybe be featured. But our metrics are more, you know, focused on email lists and, you know, blog, you know, on the web. So if people are searching, this material is coming up. That's great. Yeah. I always hire a professional photographer after my big reveal. You can do like behind the scenes with your phone and stuff on Instagram, but I always like on the blog post because then those images are actually yeah. put on Pinterest and Pinterest just gets so many hits. So I also just wanted to tell the bloggers out there, like it's not just Instagram. There's so Pinterest has huge SEO. So it's a way to not have this huge following. Do you as a brand working with influencers, are you okay with the like the micro influencers? Do you look at the followers or how, how do you gauge that? Definitely. My team especially does work with more micro influencers, whereas our PR team works with the larger audience folks. But definitely we work with micro influencers. And at that point, it's really about brand alignment and high engagement. And if we think there's a fit and we can line up a project, we'll do that. So people shouldn't be afraid to reach out because, oh, great, you know, Wayfair is a big brand if they have, you know, just a couple thousand followers, but really great content. Right. A lot of the accounts that I follow, like the interior designers, they don't have, you know, my local ones that I follow, they don't have a huge amount of followers, but I like that and I feel like I can reach them and ask questions and I trust their advice. And so I watch like every story. I go to their links. I see what they're, you know, I support them and purchase what they would. That's right. If I see something that I like. So it doesn't, again, it doesn't have to have this huge following. So I'm so glad that you, um, that you said that. If there is some advice that you could give to influencers or bloggers, what are a few things that, that you would give out if we haven't gone over it already? Yeah, I think we've touched on some of them, but I think understanding that there's a person behind the computer that you're reaching out to with a budget who, you know, I would do every project if I could, you know, I love doing these design projects with bloggers, but understanding that maybe there can be some flexibility, hmm. being aware that we're happy to work with you maybe two to three times a year. So I think people shouldn't be afraid if they don't, if they pitch us with a whole kitchen renovation or something huge like that, they shouldn't be deterred from working with us if we come back with maybe a smaller project idea to start. So I would say think long term, think about developing the relationship, and you'll get you know way more out of it in the long run. Right. I think I told Lindsay when we first started, I said, I'm in no rush. I have a whole house. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we can go room by room. <laughs> And I like to do my rooms right. So I usually just do one or two a year. And that's usually it because I bought an older home. So everything has to be redone in the home when we do it. 
like from the, mm-hmm. the tiles all the way up. So we take it really slow. But once it's done, it's so beautiful. And I love it. Same thing with my spa too. We do it room by room really slow. But once it's done, I love it. I just to touch base on just real quick. I know that a lot of small businesses, obviously, we're still um, dealing with COVID and Wayfair has some great COVID resources. And I just wanted to touch base because it has helped me in my business. I love that they have everything from like sneeze guards and touchless, like trash cans, hand sanitizers, Mm -hmm. so many neat things that a small business owner can get. I use that every day, um, even the thermometer. So you guys have a resource page for that? We do. Yes, actually. We have a COVID-19 essentials page on site. I can share the link with you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is unprecedented in our lifetime that we're all going through this. And I think Wayfair just, we happen to be really well positioned to help support people with these things that they need, where they can source them easily online, have them delivered. They don't have to go physically into a place to do it. And yeah, I can share that link with you so we can put it at the bottom of the podcast. Yeah, I love it. I even brought a few things in my house too, like the soap dispensers are just like touchless and things just um, like my parents when they come over and it's just very helpful. So it can go in your home and in your small business. So I just wanted to touch base on that for sure. Exactly. So thank you so much. Is there anything that you would like to add with Wayfair? It's been such a pleasure. I wanted to say I've truly enjoyed learning the journey about the brand. A lot of people do not know that journey. Oh, yeah. This has been fun to talk about it. And like I said, how I built this with Guy Raz is a wonderful Wayfair founder story podcast, which is I love. I've heard it several times. I just love it. It inspired me personally. That's why I went to work for Wayfair. And then, you know, one other thing I think I might add is the culture within Wayfair and the workforce, it's very entrepreneurial, which I was drawn to. So for example, I was able to come up with an idea. I I wanted to work with more interior designers. You mentioned interior designers. And I was able to develop a program, a blogger program specifically for interior designers who also blog. And that's called the Wayfair Home Stylist Program. So if there are any interior designers out there who would like to work with Wayfair, on design projects, they can reach out to me. Okay, well, you just asked for it because they're going to go, woo! <laughs> and like I said, I may not be able to accommodate everyone right away, but it does not hurt to be in touch. Okay, so I will say, how would they get in touch with someone at Wayfair? Is there a form on the site or what's the best way for them to get in touch? Yeah, well, we actually have a few different blogger programs. We have the Wayfair Homemaker Program where they can go on and then submit an application that way. Okay. And then for the, the program that I manage, the home stylist program, they can go on to a home stylist page on the site and apply. Oh, perfect. Okay. I didn't know they had that. So that's awesome. So everybody's going to be going there now, especially for <laughs> cozying up our homes for the winter and getting it all done. That's going to be so exciting. I'm going to have a winter home edit coming soon on my blog too. So check it out at lindsayholder.com. And I'm really excited to partner again with Wayfair for that. So Lindsay, thank you so much for being on the show. You have been such thank a- Thank you for having me. And I think you're our third or fourth Lindsay that's been on the show. So there's a trend going on. <laughs> I love it. You can have a special section on your website for the the Lindsay podcast. I know, all the Lindsay. Thanks again. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. This episode is sponsored by Organic Tan Face and Body, a natural beauty and wellness spa located in Greenville, South Carolina, and owned by our very own Lindsay Holder. Come visit the spa today 
where they strive to bring out your natural glow. Visit the spa online at OrganicTanFaceAndBody.com and follow them along on Instagram.